What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Captain Cook, episode 18 of Captain Cook. Can you believe we only did 17 of these? That's surprised us. Remember when we, you we thought, oh, we'll be on track. Uh-oh, El Camino comes out in like two days. Yeah. Um. So do you know when the last time we recorded this was? Not a fucking clue. Almost a year ago. October 11th, 2019. That was oh, the last right. time we did Captain Cook. On the road to El Camino. Can you believe it's been that long? That was the day El Camino came out, I think, or the day after. Or I, I figured we would do this eventually. Um, were you surprised that I was okay for doing this? No, not at all. You want to blow Saul. Wow. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Wow. Yeah. Uh, no, I was kind of surprised that I wanted to do it. So the fact that you're on oh, surprises me. I, I, I knew that you'd say, yeah, 100%. But you're like, oh, should we watch all Saul? We can start back up captain cook and mm-hmm. i was like yeah uh, yeah we'll give us something to do and and then as soon as i started watching i was so glad we did it that's funny yeah i didn't even think you would i thought you'd be like yeah yeah let's do a saw podcast i just ran i was scrolling through netflix one night and i said hey do you want to rewatch better call saw and you're like yeah and i, I do like, darn too and i kind of do i want to watch it and then i want to talk about it yeah and i want to come on here and go tight 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 yeah um all right so let's just get into the episode uh it opens up with gene those are my favorite stuff, the Gene scenes. Yeah, I thought of you when it opened up. I I, I started, and I was like, oh, I don't remember how. And then it's like immediately black and white, and I was like, oh, yeah, Jerome's going to love this. You didn't remember it started with Gene? What kind of Saul fan are you? I just didn't think about it, I guess. You literally just said you were thinking about it, though. Now you're a liar. No. You said I was sitting there, and I was thinking, I don't know how this started. And then your next sentence was, I wasn't thinking about it. <laughs> so, so which one is it, pal? It's were you both. thinking about it or were you not thinking about it? It's both. Mm, that's a Hess answer, by the way. I don't care. The whole episode, it's been a long time since I watched this first one. No, yeah, me too. Uh, and there's, there's, I forgot how great it is. So it's ri- written by Vince Gilgan and Peter Good. Good, ghoul? Ghoul. Ghoul? Yeah. So he's like, ooh, I'm a ghoul. He's spooky. Yeah, no. Oh, uh, but directed by Vince Gilligan, which I figured for the first episode. But then also Peter Grohl did the second episode. Yeah, and then eventually it just takes over the show, I guess, huh? Yeah, um, which it's weird. But like, once the show gets more to Breaking Bad, he takes over, which is kind of interesting. It is interesting, but they got—I mean—they got a lot of people involved. Yeah, um, but one thing I found very interesting that we all know the Gene scene by now. If you don't, you know, it's him working at the bakery that he said in Breaking Bad. Like, I'm a civilian. I'm not your lawyer anymore. I'm nobody's lawyer. The fun's over. From here on out, I'm Mr. Low Profile. Just another douchebag with a job and three pairs of dockers. If I'm lucky, a month from now, best case scenario, I'm managing a Cinnabon in Omaha. But the one thing I thought was kind of cool is you know how like the jeans does black and white and everything else in the Breaking Bad world is colorful? Mm-hmm. When he's watching his salt tapes, you can see the reflection in his glasses and they're colorful. I didn't notice it when, when I watched it. Mm-hmm. But then I listened to the podcast. Oh, and they mentioned it? They mentioned They copied it. me? They copied my notes? I Vince th- Gilligan and Peter Gould copied my notes? I think the podcast is a little older than this podcast. Those goddamn... This bitch. Um, that's funny. Um, yeah, I like that they said it was two reasons. One, because it's the future after Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. And two... Uh, he said that the the color's been drained out of Saul. I thought, oh, that's kind of oh, cool. Oh, that's interesting. That's like, yeah. I thought they just did it because it's, eh, it's a different style. I didn't know it had meaning. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Well, I figured it was because of the future, but well, that's what I meant. Like, it's yeah. like it's a different style, and you like to you know it's the future and all that. Right. But that's cool. Um, 
I like that. I love the dream scenes. I, uh, I'm always disappointed when they end. And I love, they get a little longer every time, so I'm like, oh, yeah, come on. And I was so hoping that, like, because this is the last season was the second to last season. Yeah. That we just get a whole episode of Gene. Didn't they not have a Gene thing at the end? Yeah, they said they'd be more Gene. Because, like, they said that on the on their podcast. They listened to the Insider podcast. And I was like, the way they said it was kind of hinting that this season there would be more Gene. But they meant it as, like, obviously we're going to film more Gene stuff. Like, down right. the road. Which, yeah, ob- if you're going to end it, like, they, he, he calls fucking vacuum guy and goes, never mind. And that's all. That's it. What would be the point of that? Right. So I was like, obviously, it can't be that answer. It's mm-hmm. got to be the. Nope, they meant that answer. That's funny. Fucking ridiculous. Um, but so the episode opens up with Saul defending. Uh, he's late defending two kids because he's practicing his lines in, the ba- in a very, very disgusting bathroom. Was it disgusting? There was like, but well, I think it's just the way they film it too, because uh. like it's like on the ground. The camera's on the ground when he's practicing lines, and you can just see like the stained piss in the urinals. <laughs> Ugh. I like Bathroom's that. really disgusting. It's a though. good. It's a good start. He's in there practicing. It's very Breaking Badish too, which I means this whole show is. Yeah, but like just this the style, like like how slow they take things in this, just mm-hmm. is very breaking. Like he walks in doing this, he sits down, like, <clears throat> and then he starts going, and then afterwards, and they put the VHS tape in there and all that. Yeah, I, they mentioned in that podcast that no one says a word in the whole thing except for Saul or Jimmy. Yeah, I, all my notes I call him Saul. I probably will not call him Jimmy the entire. You just did. Time of this podcast, except for if I'm like, hey, Chuck said, hey, Jimmy, put your pants on. Hmm. Something like that. But I'll call him Saul because his name's Saul, goddammit. Uh, but so he's defending those kids because. They had sex with a head! That's such a weird. Every time I've rewatched this, I'm like, oh, yeah, they, those Every, kids. You think about it, and then you don't think about it, what they did. Yeah, and then it goes ding. You mean. Oh my God. Did that fucking surprise you with that one or what? No. Mm. So, they... You're a pussy. I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, he's defending these kids. That's right. What? A, oh, yeah. And then I'm like, oh, they didn't... Yeah, they fucked up. No. Yeah, I, that's when I was thinking that, too. Like he, I was like, I think these kids fucked the head. Oh, sorry. They had sex with a head. And, and then they're like, yeah, get its hole. Yeah, and I was like, are they fucking it right now? Are they just, and then they, they were holding it. And then doing more stuff, and I'm like, oh, no, yeah, they yeah, it's fuck it and cut it off, and probably a lot more than the tape didn't show. Yeah, thank God. I, thank I, God this wasn't on HBO. Oh, yeah, we would have soft dicks and holes and yeah. holes and dicks. Been a whole mess. Ugh. This um, So Saul gets $700 and angrily leaves. Uh, he gets a call from the Kettleman's and pretends to be his assistant. I like that. And he's like, oh, hello, Saul Goodman's office. Yeah, it's like I was watching Doctor Who. Um, but he's pretending to be his receptionist, and uh, he arranges a meeting at a cafe with them because uh, his office is being painted. Yeah, I think I heard, I think that's the place where like Mike meets Lydia and stuff like that happens. Oh, it's the exact same place. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I don't know. Like, it's not like the same seats necessarily, but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it's a different part. Of it. That'd yeah. be I mean, it would be cool if it's the same little cafe. I never even thought about that. It is. That's cool. I don't know if they like switched it up or. Mm-hmm. But did you go back and look at the Lydia and Mike ones and compare and you know put them side by side? And no. So you didn't do any detective work. No. What am I, Batman? This match. Uh, yeah. So he uh, he leaves. We meet Mike. Saul needs more stickers. I need more stickers. Don't have enough stickers. Now is this the part where he walks by his new car or his old car? 
Oh, he does he? To his car. Yeah. Oh, I didn't notice. You catching a lot of things I didn't catch. His Cadillac was there, like mm. next to his car. It's. I don't. Does he's gonna get that in the new season, or does he already have that? I don't remember. Did he get that in season five? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, so he'll get that in season six then, probably. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not up on his car collecting. Maybe. Well, how? Yeah, he gets it in season six. Well, I suppose he probably should if it's the end of the show. What Give he, me something other than a maybe. What if he bought it the day before he met Walt? Well, that's highly unlikely. Why? Why is it highly unlikely? It's. I mean, it's in the parking lot. It looks pretty like like a used car there. Oh, you can't buy used cars. Oh, he can, but it's all good. I mean, the pilot's a brand new one. Hmm. All right, if there's a scene in season six, I'm doing it now. Season six probably won't come out for like another two years because of fucking COVID and all this fucking shit. But if there's a scene of him buying that car and he doesn't get it the day before he meets Walter White. I just said he could have. I'm laying your nutsack down on this table, pulling out a butcher's knife and ding, cutting it off. And I'll wiggle it. I'll rub the blood on my face and all this stuff because of you. Dispatch. You don't remember. I will too. Well, if anyone's watching this tweet at me, yeah, not Jerome King. When Saul season six comes out, the final season. Yeah, okay. I'm, if I'm that scene doesn't s- happen. So worried. Uh, but yeah, Saul needs more stickers, and uh, we meet, meet Mike for the first time. Well, second time, but first time in Saul. Yeah, I. So he, the company he works for. Mm-hmm. They got the initials right there. I forget what it is though. But it, they said it was an homage to the guy that's Hank's partner. I'm totally failing Gomez? It. Yeah, but his real name. Like in real life? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. It's like something... Uh, well, I'll fucking it's, it's Steve Q.R. or something. I'll look it up. Fucking half-ass reporter over here. Sorry, it's just what I remember. Uh, Steven Michael Quezada. So it was like uh, STM? STQ? SMQ? <laughs> it's right in front of me and I can't read it. Yeah, it must be SMQ. Now, if I pull up the episode, that's going to be there? Or are you making stuff up? Mm-hmm. We'll never know. I'm doing more detective work for your half-ass little butthole. <laughs> All right, let's see. Netflix, Jerome, Saul, not yep. Miho, episode one. Oh, let me, let me see. Oh, there's the Cadillac, baby. It's right next to his car. What do you know? <laughs> wow. Hello, SpongeBob. Could you keep it down? I'm trying to be boring. Come on, just show me Mike so I can see his name tag. He's he's in there yelling. He's saying, "I was back in there." I can't see his name tag from this angle. It's covered up by the window. I can't find it. You're making you're making stuff up. It's not in the episode. Okay, I saw it. So your lines like because I read it and I was like, oh, and then I saw it. I was like, oh, you saw SMQ. And, Honestly, went, and went right there and went oh yeah that happened mm-hmm. i don't buy that who goes huh from seeing the letter letters smq because i read it ahead of time you jackass whatever uh so saul meets the kettlemans after he gets his stickers and uh 1.6 million is missing and they debate on whether he's higher in saul or not do you like the kettlemans uh I didn't before, but I kind of do now because the Betsy Kettleman was in Preacher. Oh, she, that's she right. Worked, she right. worked for, I, the, uh, I think, like Dickhead. I don't know if that's the guy's name, but, you know, his head keeps looking like a penis. Oh, right. She worked for him and uh, all this stuff, and, like, uh, she was real fun on the show. So mm-hmm. I didn't really care about her beforehand, but now I actually really enjoy her. Um, I think they're good. I, th- I think they're, like, the husband's an idiot, and she runs and the He family. wanted to sign, and then he's, she's like, well, why don't we think about it? Why don't we, um, when you know, wait? And he's like, oh. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good idea. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's a it's a neat little wrinkle. Do you think they took the money? Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I do actually. We'll see if you're right or not okay. down the line. All right. <laughs> if you're wrong, no. uh, Saul's driving and trying to order the ketamine some flowers, and uh, the skateboard twins try to pull their little scam on him. Uh, I also wrote down here that they are totally Thomas Middleditch's brothers. <laughs> Could be. Yeah. There's no way in hell those kids are not <laughs> related to him. Literally, looks if he was standing there, you'd be like, "Whoa, we're twins." He. I like them too. This I found them very annoying beforehand. Now to me, they're like they're they're okay, but I don't I don't, I don't like them that much. I like that they're not good at what they do. I just find it entertaining. They're like they're like they're really bad at like later on when he's that. like yeah he's like well how much have you made in your best day they're like six hundred and thirty five dollars yeah and they had to do it twice like yeah oh, that's not worth it. They also um, can't read the room right when he's going to cut them free and they snitch him out to Duco. Yeah. Uh, but so Saul gets a check from HHM for $26,000 and tears it apart. This is back when he's in his office. Oh, yeah. Did you think that was a good idea? No. Do you like that he tears up all the money and all that? No, he should have kept it. Yeah. He should have kept it, bought him more bacon, and just let him... His life would have been so much easier. Yes, especially knowing what happens down the line, he should have just done that shit. Yeah. And I know he's trying to do good for his brother. Yeah. But maybe he shouldn't. Um... So we meet Kim and Howard uh, as Saul shows them the turn-up check, and they discuss what's best for Chuck. I noticed a lot this episode that they called Howard Hamlin. Yeah, you mentioned that. I, I didn't Every, I believe... I don't know if they mentioned him in episode two. They might. But at every mentioning of him, his name isn't Howard, and they said Hamlin every time. And it made me question if his name was Howard or not, even though I've seen every episode of their show already. So I Googled it, and I was like, yeah, it is Howard. It was just weird that they kept calling him Hamlin. Yeah, that's weird that they they must have just decided to change it. Like, I mean, it's not like they not changed change his it, name, but, but, but just like start calling him his la- his first name instead of his last name. Yeah, it was it was odd to me, especially for like how long they've all known each other. Well, and, and Chuck I, Chuck must not have said his name. Uh, I don't think I don't know if he does or not. Saul at one point says like, "Was Hamlin here?" And he was like, "Yeah, yeah." Um, he, goes, he he grunted himself and he goes, "Yes, he knows the procedure." <laughs> um, that's so weird. Um. But you know what I mean? Like, Chuck's his partner, so I can't imagine Chuck calling him by his last name. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't, it'd be like us calling him no one, no one once called him Howard. Yeah, Howard, the whole episode. Yeah, that's weird. I, I didn't catch it. Yeah. It's weird, too, that like when you call someone their last name forever, and, like, someone's around them, and you have to be like, like, if you're talking about Hess, and, like, you're with his family. Say you're with his family. Everyone there's name is Hess. So you, so you have to be like, Josh. Joshua. Yeah, because um, one time, I said the Mauser. And I'm in the family, <laughs> and I was like, Mauser. And they all turned their heads, and I was like, oh, that's stupid. <laughs> so then I'd be like, mm. say it first. I don't want to say it first. Has anyone ever might. called you by your last name? King. Only, like, teachers, I think, or someone's uh, like, hey, King, what are you doing? You're like, just rolling, pal. <laughs> that's good. Wow. <laughs> I've never thought of that. <laughs> that's good. God, you're fucking... <laughs> I like this. Um... So where are we? Oh yeah, so Saul's leaving after he's like, I he goes like, uh, with three and a half of those chairs and some of those croissants, like all that shit, you know. Like, he, he can, can have yeah, <laughs> any of them as he wants. It's not about that. And these stupid light things. Uh, after he does all that, he leaves. I like to. So when on his way in, he kind of glances down and you see that trash can all dented up. And you're like, oh, that's a random little like tidbit in there. Mm-hmm. And he comes back down. He starts kicking the trash can all shit. So you realize every single time he comes in here. He leaves and kicks the shit out of the trash can, goes outside, smokes with Kim. She comes back in, fixes it and all that. 
you yeah i mean it's it's so cool how the subtle things they just don't tell you they expect you to figure it out mm-hmm. and the whole show's like that yeah um so I, when he gets there and he says is lord vader here and mm-hmm. i i kind of forgot that they make it out that he's the bad guy but he's not really the bad guy yeah that's why even like now in the show i'm like oh howard's the bad guy but he's not even he's, not, he's just like a now he's like a sad little man yeah you feel bad, feel bad for him, for him now yeah. But yeah, they do make him out to be like as terrible. T- but really, it's it's the well, brother because Jimmy Chuck. doesn't. J- Jimmy doesn't know Chuck's. He knows he's an asshole, but he doesn't yeah. know he's the asshole. Have I mentioned that I don't like Chuck? A couple times. Yeah. Yeah, he's my least. If he wasn't in the show, this would be like a chef's kiss of a show. Chef's kiss. Of uh, a n- show. N- the, Ma- Ma- I almost called him Mackle. Michael McKean is a great actor, and I, he does the character well and all that, and he does the character a little too well because he's so obnoxious. He does that. I'm actually very happy when he burns alive. That's creepy. It brought me joy because I was like, "Oh, he won't be in here." And then the next season, he's in a flashback, and I was like, "Okay, at least it was a nice flashback." And he was like singing karaoke with Saul or something. Yeah. Or Jimmy. Um. Jesus, will you let it go? So uh, he's leaving, and he also before he gets to why he's kicking the trash can is because he hears Howard talking to the Kettlemans. Yeah, that was I. <laughs> It's not like I forgot because I know what happens in the in the season. But I was mm-hmm. like, you could hear her talking, and then he, I, I also liked the camera work when he like looks down. And oh, yeah, they don't even they don't even actually show you Howard or the Kettlemans together. You just hear their voices, and you see Saul, and you get like, yeah. like oh, I, I just I liked it. And then he's just like, you know, could you imagine? Which on their part too, wouldn't you think it'd be might be smarter if you were gonna go with a lawyer, go with Saul, than to go with HHM. If you're doing illegal shit. And I know Saul's not. He, 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 oh, I forgot to play this, but. I don't go looking for guilty people to represent. I mean, who needs that aggravation, right? He's not there yet, but he's not a big lawyer. They're a huge, huge lawyer firm. But I think Law that, firm, as some people call it. Some might call it that. Um, no, I mean, I don't know. that you. He, maybe he's not good. That's why he's the small lawyer. They don't yeah, know. and I, I know Saul probably is better than them, but the, the Kettlemans don't know. They see this little lawyer guy who just hands you matches or go to HHM. HHM seems like the bad idea. I think they're. I think either one's going to try to defend you, and they don't care if you're guilty. Oh, I guess that's true. You don't In know my you. head, you know how stupid I am? I thought, oh, they know you're guilty? Poof, they're just going to give you away. Yeah, they're not the I police. Forgot, I forgot they go like, hey, did you do it? Okay, cool, I'll get you off. Yeah, I mean, the lawyers are there what? to help you. Lawyers be lawyers. That's why they are so expensive. Yeah. Um. Uh, you know what I almost wrote down, or wanted to write down, every single time I wrote down HHM? Mm-mm. Dick Dog and, and Smokey. Smokey? Not H-H-N-M, but, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Dick Dog and Smokey. <laughs> I thought about adding that to the soundboard. Um. Yeah, so he does that. He goes down, kicks the trash can, smokes with Kim, and uh, we meet Chuck. Saul has to put all his electronics in the mailbox before entering his house. Saul tells Chuck that he needs cash, but Chuck thinks he needs to cash out. And Chuck says he's going to beat his illness, and he's worried about the jobs of all these other people. And what about the mailroom guy, your buddy, and all this guy, and this guy, and this girl, and all these. He names, like, all different kinds of positions that could lose their job if he cashes out because the company will go under and all mm. this stuff. And Saul's like, yeah, you got a point. Which is exactly what happens in season four. Uh, I think it is four. Yeah. Yeah exactly what happened so and it's why 
now Howard is a sad, sad little man. So after Jimmy made him embarrassed, then he's like, fuck it. I mean, it's not that, I mean, it does happen, but it's not that bad because, like, Howard still has a job and he wants to hire Saul and shit later on. So, like, there's still some stuff there. Yeah, he's, I mean, yeah, the company didn't go under, but they did, he did hurt the company. Yeah. Um, So Chuck shows Saul the check from Howard. They argue for a bit. And then uh, he tells Saul that Howard thinks that his matchbooks are too close to HHM's logo, and that uh, you know you should try to you just maybe make your own identity. Don't like backpack on mine. Basically, is what he says. And it's and all I, hi- I think. Uh, oh, I think he does say Hamlin here. Maybe he says Howard, and I'm wrong. But he says he will um, get you new matchbooks if you need. He'll pay for it. And this is all Chuck. Yeah, it's so like it, you know. The the Howard now would be like yeah whatever yeah, it's it's his name who cares yeah he wouldn't he wouldn't give two fucks I still think they're making a Borderlands movie maybe an end credit scene I don't know what their plan is with this first one they need to cast the guy who plays Howard as Handsome Jack I think that would fit so well I I think you're right that would be awesome yeah I'd love to see him do more stuff too especially because Saul's ending so I think that'd be a cool thing yeah I could totally see maybe him set him up that. as like the bad guy in like the second one or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that uh, I I kind of like his little purple matches he got. That'd be a cool little prop to have. Oh yeah, did you be. see the? You probably use them. That Saul account they're making uh, masks. Oh yeah, uh, I, re- I, I re- retweet to win one or whatever. Yeah, I did that. I did too. Uh, Saul finds the skate twins, tells them a story about Slip and Jimmy. It'd been kind of cool li- to be Saul like flashback. I like, yeah, I like that story. I did yeah. like I like that scene with them too. Oh, yeah. Even later on, when they're like, slipping Jimmy my ass. I like that when they're like, how'd you find us? And they do the big Yeah, <laughs> they zoom out. It says skate. All those guys skating around. He's like, I don't know, kids. <laughs> um, but so he tells them about the the slipping Jimmy scam. And then uh, they make a plan to scam Betsy Kettleman. So I read this in the trivia on IMDb. Mm-hmm. So he shows them the car. It's a Mercury Sable, I think. Maybe I might have made that part up. Gray. But it's it's a Mercury. Mm-hmm. When they hit Tuco's, is it Abuelita? Abuelita, yeah. Abuelita, I, yeah, I, I wrote it down here, and I'm like, I'm going to fuck that up. Next time make fun of me, but I'm glad you can't read it either. So, well, I'm not Spanish. Um, when they're on the ground, and th- they hit the car, it's not a Mercury, it's a Ford. Oh, really? Because Ford and Mercury, they make the same looking car, like a Lincoln. Oh, so is that the way, like, they f- did they do that on purpose? Like, she had a Ford and they, the kids mistaked it, or did the show mistake it? I think the kids mistaked it, but I don't know. They mm. don't say. Yeah. I almost okay. was going to rewatch it just to see, but they said it's a Ford and it's that's not a Mercury. So that would be. Maybe they could do side like, by sides of their cars. Like, so maybe they, maybe they just did the wrong car in the front, and that would make it even worse. Big mistakes. Although, I mean, to be fair, me and you wouldn't be able to tell the difference between a Ford and a Mercury if it's the same. Well, don't put words in my mouth. I I can spot a car with my eyes closed. Yeah, if you get ran over. (laughs) This minute. Uh, So they they're doing. They got the whole plan. It's like do do. They're waiting. Cars coming. They run out. Boom! Get hit. Old lady drives off. They call Saul. They're chasing on the back of a car like it's fucking Back, back to the, the future, future and all this yeah. shit. And then he's like, you, part, you, right? you hit you with the honey pot, kid. I'm like, wait, why do we need Saul for then? It's a good point. And they hang up. Saul still tracks him down. And uh, they end up hand- getting to our boy Tuco's house. Tight, 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 yeah! Blue, yellow, pink. 
So we said we were going to come up with a Breaking Bad moment in, a, in the Breaking Bad. Oh, is it? We're just picking one. I thought it was just we drove down moments that reminded us of Breaking Bad. I just thought we should have like one, one Breaking Bad moment of each episode. It's got to be two. Go for this. It could well, be Gene. I think that's too obvious, though. Could be Gene in the beginning. I think. Th- I think. I think we should come up with one that's not that obvious. Like a cameo shouldn't count as a Breaking Bad moment. Well, that's what I meant. Oh, okay. I, th- yeah. I thought you meant it as like a scene that's like, oh, only a scene like this could happen in Breaking Bad. No, I just meant something that like totally reminds you of Breaking Bad. Okay, well then, well then if you, and that's the case, then yeah, Tuco takes a cake. Just literally his arm coming out the door in his shirt, you know who it is. And then he looks too. Yeah. I love the first episode, but like the, the first 20 minutes of the second episode could be some of the, be- the best moment of Saw, one of them. Oh, and the, okay, so I said I was going to compare him to a Star Wars character for you. I forgot about that, yeah. Uh, Tuco, right? Yeah. Do you know who he reminds me of? What would be your guess? Uh, wh- tell me about Star Wars first. Like, what, like, are you talking about, like, Mandalorian stuff? You're talking about, like, the movie, like, the prequels, sequels, Anybody originals? in the fucking universe that's in Star Wars. I'm not going to give you any hints, fucker. That's See, no, I was going to say, like, Jar Jar C-3PO because he's crazy, but, like, he's not stupid. Uh, I'm trying to think of someone who's like wacky, but also scary as fuck. It's not. It's not about the wacky, but it is about the scary as fuck. Oh, okay. It's just about scary. It's a little about scary. Um, can you just? Uh, do you want me to say? Yeah, it? just tell me. He reminds me of Darth Maul. Oh, that actually is a good fit. I can see Darth Maul being like tight, tight, tight. Yeah. Well, and, and, like, and also, dun, 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 how, dun, dun. how many episodes is he in Breaking Bad? Three. Four no, I tops. Think, I think he's in more than that, isn't he's de- he's in more Saul than Breaking Bad. I don't know. But then he goes to jail at the end of the first season, right? Yeah, which he has to come back next fucking season. But that's my point. Um, Darth Maul's only in episode one, but like he's like everyone loves him and is afraid of him, and yeah, is he it, comes it, back in cartoons and all that shit. All right, here, okay. So he's in one. He's in four episodes of Breaking Bad. Oh wow. He's only in three episodes of Saul and four episodes of Breaking Bad. I thought he was in so much more. That's my point exactly. Wow. That, <laughs> yeah, wow. I totally thought he was in more. Didn't it, doesn't it feel like he's in, like, almost a whole season of Saul? Like, yeah. When I they're told, getting I, into all that, like, totally n- Nacho and Mike stuff? Wow, that blows my mind. He's only three episodes of this. We've already he, He's only in one more episode, and that's next season. Really? Oh, it's when Mike does the shit and then he gets arrested. So that's Man. the only next episode. Wow, that's kind of crazy. I did not. Oh, know that's that. what I mean. And like when he, when you see him, you're like, oh, fucking Duco, and you're like, go crazy. <laughs> and and really, he's not even in it that much. Yeah. Well, we just proved that. Yeah. <laughs> um. So the next episode, Breaking Bad, season. Better Call Saul, wow. season one, episode two, Miho, written by Peter Gould. Uh, directed by Michelle McLaren. I wanted to make sure I wrote down the writers and directors, mm. so then as we can keep going, we'll be like, oh, this one's Michelle McLaren again. She did a good job last, like, uh. recognizing the names more. Um, but the, ep- start, the episode starts out with Tuco cooking. This is where we're seeing kind of his version of the events of the last episode. He's cooking. His grandma brings him the skate kids. He, they take her upstairs, and he knocks them out with her cane. He beat the fuck out of them. I like the one kid brings his head back up, and he's just like, yeah. knocks him back down, ties him up, puts him in the garage and shit. His grandma keeps coming downstairs and, oh, mijo, I see the salsa stain. And he's like, no, I got it. And you put club soda in it. No, yeah, I got that. 
I like how she says everything in Spanish, and then she's like, club soda. Yeah. Which there must not be a Spanish word for club soda, but it's just funny. I guess, yeah. Uh, I did like, too, when they're yelling at him, and they're like, yeah, this biznatch hit, hit, hit and run. Biznatch. You know when they said it, the, this time when I just watched it, I, I literally went. Yeah, I was like, that's, ooh. What they would have been th- fine if they didn't call her a biznatch. Oh, and also. When he might have just paid him off. We want money. He's like, you want money? Yeah, and then he it was just like, yeah, he's uh, he's gonna kill you. Yeah, which it's funny. Tuco is like one of the only characters that it's like you like certain words you just can't say around him and you'll be fine. Yeah, I did like too later on when uh, Gonzo and Nodos are there, and that's a Breaking Bad moment for sure. That oh yeah, absolutely. Um, but so he does that. He uh, knocks him. Oh, out. I wanted to say uh, his grandma is Al Pacino's mom in Scarface. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Does she sit upstairs and watch her shows and that, too? It's been a long time since I've seen Scarface. Uh, so Saul tries uh, talking Tuco out of killing the twin. Well, oh, so this is, I, I thought this was later on. I thought I jumped ahead. But no, he's, yeah, so he tries talking Tuco out of killing the kids. He hint, After he gives him like, a whole speech, Tuco gives him a knife. He starts to cut them loose. And they fucking rat on his ass. They rat on him. This, I wrote down, this is a Breaking Bad moment. I wrote it down early because I didn't know how you wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. But... He goes, are you punking me? Are you punking my abuelita? Because he, he goes, are they punking me, Tio? When he, oh, when he, yeah. That, when he has uh, Walt and Jesse. Oh, I totally so right him. when he says that, I was like, oh, wow. I never caught that before. That, like, that's I, two and two. I didn't catch it either. I did catch it that he's, so he's, he's taking care of business. No, his uncle. He's taking care of his grandma. No, he's, he's, making nice food, he's making food for both of them. Yeah. Yeah. Although his uncle knows he's fucking crazy. I don't yeah. think his grandma does, though. No, his grandma seems a little uh, oblivious to what's going on there. Yeah. Oh. I do like he has like a secret stash or shit. Like, he in the plant, he's got a gun. Oh, yeah. Like, imagine his grandma one day, I'm going to water the plants. I, you know how you're going to read, like, Goose? Mm-hmm. I read, oh, that version of that gun didn't come out till 2010, and they said all this stuff. So I'm like, I don't fucking care. Yeah. He would have had a different gun there. But yeah. Who cares? Um, but yeah, so he says, are you puck my abuelita? Tuco, Nacho, this is where it gets really good. Tuco, Nacho, Nodos, and Gonzo take them all out to the desert. Uh, Saul tells him about how it was supposed to be Betsy Kettleman. Um, I don't know what I meant. I put, it was supposed to be Betsy Kettleman, not Tuck's abuelita. Oh, not Tuco's abuelita. Uh, yeah, I'm saying that so white. Not his hemorrhoids. <laughs> I'm, I, I sound so white saying ab- abuelita. Abuelita. I, I can't say it like Tuco. I feel like that's kind of racist. Um, but so then Tuco almost cuts off Saul's finger, and he says he's J- Special Agent Jeffrey A. Steele. And he's like, oh, I told you business is too good. And then he says it's Operation, like, what's it, like, Kingslayer or something <laughs> yeah, like that? And he's like, like, that makes me the king. And then Nacho's like. <sighs> this is what I'm. Can, can I try? I, I don't remember if I like Nacho right away. At this part, when he goes, can I try, and you're watching this for the first time, do you think you were like, I played Far Cry. This isn't going to go well. Chris, say hello to the internet peoples. Fuck you, you psycho. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. What did you say, Chris? What the fuck did you say? No, because I didn't know it was him, remember? Oh, you didn't at this point? No. I thought I, we did. I, th- I think we figured it out later. We were uh, like, oh, my God, that's the guy from Far Cry. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I didn't, I don't remember the first time if I just automatically liked Nacho. I know I did like him. And, I don't, I don't, there was never a point where we were like, I'm on the fence about this guy. No, we liked him, but like, this is his first scene. A great first scene. But, but watching it now, I'm like, oh, look, he's like, cause he can, 
I like how he's he's not he's not Tuco. Mm-hmm. Well, and also because we find out too, he doesn't want to be in the business either. Yeah, but he's willing to do what it takes. Yeah, like he'll he'll kill someone if he has to. Remember when he beats the fuck out of um, who's the guy with the dog in Breaking Bad? Um, Hanks. Oh, Crazy Eight. Crazy Eight. He beats the fuck out of him. Remember? Yeah, he's like, come on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, Nacho uh, has a chat with him. Uh, and he's like, what was it? Special Agent Steel? He's Jeffrey yeah. A. Steel. He kind of gets it out of him. So then Nacho ends up getting Saul set free. And then this is a really good part, too. When Sako, I can't talk. Saul. It's too bad you're doing I'm, a podcast. I, I'm combined, I combined Saul and Tuco and called him Sako. <laughs> Saul talks to Tuco. They, they have a little negotiation about what to do with the kids. And he's like, why don't you, like, you know. An eye for an eye. He's going to gouge their eyes out. He's like, no, 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 no. Like, make the punishment fit the crime. And he's like, oh, they're liars. I'll cut their throats and rip their tongues. And he's like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know where you're getting this. (laughs) He's all like freaking out. And it ends up, they're just going to break one leg each. He negotiates it down from, they mean to break him one leg. And that was rough, too. Yeah. And he's like, like, they're just slowly panning in on Saul. And and he's like, I'm going to make this one clean. This, This whole scene mm-hmm. is awesome it's like a 10 minute scene out in the desert and then this is when nodos interrupts it's around it's somewhere in the breaky leg part yeah. um i wrote down yeah Nod- nodos interrupts right before he breaks the leg he's like this one already because ha- saul says you gotta give them black eyes or something yeah. yeah this one already has a black eye and he gets up to him and goes don't help yeah you're like, oh, he's been getting on his nerves for a while now. now at this point, what is the show? It's like six years before or something? Something like that. Because they time jumped like two, three years at some point. Um, they, they, Nodo just didn't know how to shut his mouth. It cost him. But but all throughout that, and then even then he drives them to the hospital. My favorite part is when he goes, you're the worst lawyer ever. And he's like, and I'm the best lawyer yeah, ever. I negotiated it from a death penalty to just your leg being broken. Yeah, I, I really like that. Yeah, those kids should have been a little thankful. Yeah, if they would have just shut the fuck up, they would have been out of there yeah. scot-free. Saul's a good talker. And if they would have just hit the right car. I do find it very interesting, because, like, looks-wise, Saul and Jesse both look like little punk bitches. Like, how they come across in the show and all that. Like, anybody could make them do whatever they want, really. Yeah. And uh, it seems like Tuco almost respects Saul. The way he, t- he talked about in the beginning... And he was going to cut them free. And then in the desert, he was negotiating with him. Tuco wasn't getting anything out of it. No, that's true. So it was... Because it was, it, like if that was Jesse, he'd go, shut up! And he would have just like popped Jesse in the head and killed both people right there. Yeah, but he would have listened to Walter White. I, th- I think with, with Jimmy, it's just that Jimmy just knows how to talk to people. Yeah. Because I guess Walt, too, it took him a minute to kind of get down to Walt. Yeah. But I, I thought that was interesting how he... Because like... He doesn't really take anybody's shit, but he listened to Saul when he wasn't getting anything out of it. Yeah. Uh, I, the original, the, but it's it's also because of Nacho. Not, that's true, Nacho, because Nacho kind of trusts him and let him go. Yeah. So we get our first uh, kind of montage. Uh, Saul's at a diner, and a guy keeps breaking those mini breadsticks, and it's triggering Saul a lot. He ends up having to go to the bathroom and all that. He's like on a date with a girl. Which, I guess him and Kim are dating yet, huh? Yeah, we need to turn your mic a little bit. It's starting to go to the white, Caroline. Um, so Saul shows up. It almost seems like, like at this point they weren't really sure how much of a character Kim was gonna be because it talked about hey, you, your friend Kim might lose her job or something. Yeah, kinda. Like they kind of like, she's barely there. 
Uh, Saul shows up drunk to Chuck's house, forgot to ground himself, which, like, because, you know, it's all in his head, that stuff, which makes it almost kind of real, because if he believes it, then what, you know what I mean, whatever. Um, It's a real thing. Like, that actually does happen to people? That's what they said on the podcast. I find that hard to believe. And Vince Gilligan said that he thought, he wasn't sure, Mm -hmm. but he thought, like, they made it up, and then later found out that it's something that people think they have oh really yeah well i we watched for the first time ever last night i watched the truman show oh yeah and i look like afterwards i get the trivia and all that and apparently like people do think that they're in a tv show and like that like in real life and they call it like the truman disease and then when they watch the movie they're like oh my god i'm not the only one oh really yeah but i was like people are fucking nuts but yeah. i watched that for the first time i really really liked it i've seen it but it's been years we were gonna, we were like we were gonna watch it, like we had a couple Jim Carrey movies that we were gonna watch that or uh, the number twenty three, there's mm. something else because there's a couple that we haven't seen. Um, but so he does that and then uh, you know Chuck like, gets it out of his pocket. But what I was going with that is it's all in his head. But then again, like that might make it real and all stuff. But like yeah. he senses the phones there. But we know at least maybe it, it is a real disease. We know Chuck doesn't have that. Right. He thinks he has it. But so he, he could sense the phone in the pocket. I would, it would have been so much better if he put it out and it wasn't there because then like, we as the audience would know, oh, he doesn't have it. But then he has it there and you're like, well, fuck. Is it real? See, I just took it as he knows Jimmy's drunk. Like, and does Jimmy he do that every time? Probably. I think he just knows that Jimmy is drunk and forgot about it. Mm. I think it's more he knows Jimmy than he knows the phone's there. Yeah, because he does that. But I want to ask you, remi- this is also kind of a breaking bad moment to me. I mean, they do this a lot in the show. But this reminded me of the pizza scene. How many takes do you think it took for him to throw the phone and it lands right in front of the camera? I know the answer to that. Oh, really? Good thing I asked then. One. Well, they're really good at that, huh? No, I don't really know the answer. Oh, you fucking lying bitch. Get out of here. No, but I know the pizza was one take. Yeah. Um, I think the phone was one take. Should, too, I, go- should I Google it? You can if you want. Um, because I, I think... I think they just had him chuck it, and it just no no pun intended. <laughs> um, but I think I think it was one take though. I'm not I'm not a hundred percent. It's looking it up. It shows up a bunch of episodes from the episode A Wild Ride. So maybe they throw a cell phone in that one too. Oh, uh, so I can't really find it. But I don't want to spend too long googling it. If I find it later, I'll put it in here. Uh, where were we? Uh, he passed oh. out on the couch and he threw the phone. Yeah, I'm trying to find. Uh, oh yeah, how many takes to take the cell phone? We don't know. Uh, when he wakes up, Chuck is in a space blanket, and they discuss the hospital bill for the twins' legs. And Saul's like, okay, I know this looks like Slippin' Jimmy. It's not, even though it was. But I feel like he should have spun it in a way to get away with it from his brother being like, these were potential clients, and I felt... Because he was like, he said how that worked. It's not about the money. Mm -hmm. Like, earlier, he had this whole conversation with him in the previous episode. Saul could have spun it, like... Yeah, they were clients, and I felt bad. They got broken legs. They couldn't get it paid for or something, and he paid for it. Right. And Chuck might not have been like, okay, slipping Jimmy. No, I know. I I didn't remember this part, but I was like, oh, yeah, it totally looks like he's doing it again. But he's really not. He was, but it wasn't him doing it. Yeah. Like, he was up to no good. Started making trouble in his neighborhood. He had one little slipping Jimmy. <laughs> his mom got scared, and now he's moving to Albuquerque to help people cook meth. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Help people cook myth. Dispatch. <laughs> hey, Don. Oh, that was good. Giggle, giggleson. That gets a two ding. Nope. It's not working. Your ding's off. It's no button there. 
Um, so yeah, they discussed that, and uh, Chuck's a little disappointed in him, but he's not really sure what's going on. And mm, that's weird for Chuck. Yeah, and he's like, take the take the space blanket off. Why? Take it off. Yeah, okay, and then as soon as he you know, goes and gets himself, he's like, wrap himself back up with it. That's so weird. We should get space blankets for this podcast. We could instead of aprons. We wore aprons. We were wearing. I don't know if you could tell. We, uh, we now we say well, we. you have one that says Plika on it, like I do. We got a special Plika apron. It's for all those but, cooking shows we do. But no, but we wore it because in Breaking Bad they wear aprons to cook, and then we also wore them when we did Shepherd Around. But Macy, your daughter, my sister, made a special Plika ones. I got kittens on mine. I believe yours is Rams and yeah, says Plika. I believe so. Where's yours? I don't know. It's probably in my room somewhere. I looked in your closet. Every fucking shirt. I went. Okay, I don't know how many shirts I have. Stop. I'm gonna not, quit. Not there. What are you doing? I can't stop it! <laughs> it wouldn't stop! I hit Q instead of 7. Woo! Stop hitting buttons. We're almost done. A uh, montage of Saul defending peop- people. And he, people, every people. single time, multiple people, it depends like 20 people, every single time. I need more stickers, don't have enough stickers. Yeah, that's when you see his. Oh, is that when? So it's episode two. You brought it up prematurely. So did you. Fucking dick. Uh, Saul's sleeping in the world's smallest office behind a little uh, nail salon. Do you think he's going to buy his office in the last season two? I hope so. hope so too. Um, I also wondered how the hell did he even get that couch in there? Someone said, when he goes in, he goes in there and there's the chair in the way. Mm-hmm. They're like, how did the, the, that's not possible because someone would have to put the chair there in the first place. What? Oh, that's true. Because how would he get out? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's true. And I was like, oh, that's true. Unless he squeezed himself out before, that'd be stupid though. <laughs> he's like, just in case, I'm going to put this chair. Yeah. Um, but he's doing there and he's sipping on a little drink he made, put some little lime juice in that. And uh, Nacho shows up to the office, and they talk about the Kettlemans, and Nacho wants to rip them off, because he likes ripping off people Thieves. that do crimes, yeah. because they can't go to the police. And Saul says that, you know, I'm not into that. I need more stickers, don't I? I don't go looking for guilty people to represent. I mean, who needs that aggravation, right? Um, and then he's like, I'm not in the game. So Nacho writes down his number on his little uh, pack that he stole from him in the desert. Those are the ones when you figure out you're in the game. No. They have a lot of interaction in this season. Mm-hmm. Not, not much after, though, until until, until Lalo. Yeah, isn't that... Which I really, really liked here. I wrote down, um, Saul says that he owes Nacho, and if you're ever in any legal trouble, I'll be there. And I was like, that's interesting, because in, like, four seasons, he's going to have to help Lalo with some legal trouble, and Nacho's like, hey, you're my lawyer, come on. He's like, I'll be there for you when you get in trouble by the da i'll be there for you wasn't that such a like a kind of like a cock move i feel like like they put uh hank and gomez last season said it was a big deal they're in two episodes and then that was basically it yeah kind of but they probably had other shit going on too yeah i guess i guess hank's busy you were pretty excited to see old hank i was just two episodes i was a little disappointed it's never enough for you it's never I want to see more Gene. I need more stickers. and I don't have enough stickers. Um, but that's it. That's it for this episode of uh, Captain Cook. That's it? I mean, that's all I wrote down. We only watched two episodes. How did it end? Let me know when you're in the game. And then Saul walks out and watches Nacho leave like a little creep. 
those little oh, wibblies. I thought there was another scene after that, or nacho. If there is, I didn't write it down. Hmm. It must not have been too important. It must not have been. Uh, here, before we go, we'll do a little throwback Thursday. Even though this is probably coming out on like a Friday or something. It's Thursday right now, though, so I guess that fits. Um, so one, two, buckle my shoe. Five or H. One, two, five or H. Five. Jesus! Just grow some fucking balls! If you could only fucking take that into wars. What'd you charge for a Wendy, Wendy? I wish we were just watching Breaking Bad again, honestly. Jesus fucking Christ. No, uh, we'll we'll wrap this up. Uh, thanks for watching, everybody. Please like, subscribe. Uh, hopefully you enjoy this and you're watching Saul again with us and you're having a fun old time. Uh, don't fun old time. don't be a snitch. And we'll see you guys next time. <laughs>